This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. And some food for thought for food regulators around the world, especially those in India. We are going to start with the United States, where authorities have waged a war on salt. Why salt? Because sodium adds to water retention, it draws water into the bloodstream, so the volume of your blood vessels, blood increases, and with it, increases your blood pressure. Next thing, you're at risk of hypertension, heart problems, kidney problems, brain problems, even blindness. In short, too much of salt can be deadly. So the FDA, or the US Food and Drug Administration, is pushing to cut salt in food. It has asked food manufacturers and restaurants to cut salt by 12% over the next two and a half years. Now this guideline is voluntary. Some would even call it aspirational, given just how dependent America is on processed food. So instead of getting into the details of this much-hyped move, let's focus on why the whole world should come up with similar guidelines and if possible, go the extra mile and make them enforceable, mandatory. You see, processed food accounts for 70% of the sodium in our bodies. When we cook at home, our tongue tells us that a dish has too much salt. So we adjust it. But when, when it comes in processed food, our tongue cannot tell. Because there are items like cereals and pastry that contain high quantity of sodium but don't even taste salty. How do we filter them from our diet? Well, in case you're thinking, we could start by reducing nutrient, reading nutrient charts printed on the packets. You may want to reconsider that, and I'll tell you why. The nutrient claims are often misleading. A product can, be, can claim to be unsalted and still contain sodium. A product can claim to be sodium-free and still contain up to 5 milligrams of sodium per serving. A very low-sodium product is allowed to have up to 35 milligrams of sodium per serving. So nutrient claims do not really work. Laws may, salt caps might. How much salt do you think a person should consume? The World Health Organization says less than one teaspoon or five grams a day. Less than five grams a day. How much salt does an average American consume? 3.4 grams a day, which is within WHO limits. What about Indians? 10 grams a day. This is according to the George Institute of Global Health, and it means that Indians consume double the recommended amount of salt every day. And this is hardly surprising. We love our savory snacks, our namkeens. In the interest of healthy, we have started picking healthy namkeens, healthy snacks, without realizing that there is nothing called healthy packed snacks. The Center for Science and Environment conducted its study in 2019. It found that a chips packet that claims to be baked, not fried, and is endorsed by the captain of the Indian cricket team, Virat Kohli, contains the maximum amount of salt in this category. One gram of salt in 30 grams of chips. All chips brands had a minimum of 2.4 times the recommended amount of salt. 2.4 times. Namkeens or hot mixes had 2.7 times the recommended amount of salt. Instant noodles, 5.8 times. It's no wonder our salt consumption is shooting through the roof. Almost 1.65 million people die every year around the world because of eating too much salt. Like I said, what the world needs is mandatory limit on salt intake. Some countries already have laws in place like Belgium, Bulgaria, Croatia, Greece, Hungary, the Netherlands, Portugal. But more need to follow suit. 
limit the amount of salt restaurants and food companies put in our food. For India, it's a two-front war. The problem is both sweet and salty. We have salt as a proven enemy, but sugar, we know, is a bigger fish to fry for us. From the morning tea to the post-dinner dessert, an average Indian's day starts and ends with sugar. Indians put sugar on a pedestal. Sugar-laden food items are served to guests, exchanged during festivals, fed to students before their exams, and after good results. Sugar is also almost auspicious. And here's what too much sugar does. It leads to weight gain, puts you at the risk of obesity-related problems. There is also a link between sugar and type 2 diabetes. For the record, I'm not saying that sugar causes diabetes. A high-calorie diet does, and most high-calorie diets have high quantities of sugar. High-sugar diets also put you at the, at the risk of heart disease. Here's a study that found that people who added a lot of sugar in their diet are more likely to die from heart disease. Another study shows that sugary drinks increase the risk of heart disease. Now, while we control, we can control the intake in our tea, coffee, and homemade drinks, how do we control the sugar in packed drinks? The WHO says a person should not consume more than five spoons of sugar a day. That's 25 grams of sugar. How much sugar does an average Indian consume? Nearly 10 spoons. Again, double the recommended amount. A 330 ml can of cola sold in India contains 35 grams of sugar. A 250 ml of popular mango juice contains 32 grams of sugar. 200 milliliters of mixed juice has 16 grams of sugar. So much for healthy juice. According to a Lancet report, India is the second biggest market for sugary beverages. It is also, no wonder, the diabetes capital of the world. Do you see a link there? India has 77 million diabetics. This is as of 2019. How do you change this? By changing what we eat. Food regulators must change existing rules, make labels consumer-friendly, not business-friendly, but put caps on salt and sugar as the world tries to make healthier choices at home. It is up to the authorities to also do their bit and make packaged food healthier.